Have you ever wondered how the rooms on your favorite design shows on Netflix and HGTV always look perfectly styled and accessorized? They make it look so easy, right? But when you try to style and accessorize your own home, it doesn't always turn out like you imagined. Accessories bring a home to life and add that much needed personality. Without them, your home looks bland and empty and, well, kind of sad. So what styling tips and rules do the pros know that you don't? And how can you finally accessorize your home with confidence so you get that designer look? Well, today we're covering the three best home styling tips that you need to help you get that perfectly styled room like the ones on your favorite design shows. Let's get started. Welcome to Home and Nestorations, the podcast that helps you design and decorate your home with confidence. I'm your host, interior designer and best of house winner, Sally Sorcelli, here to help you create a home you'll love. Whether you're a homeowner, a design enthusiast, or a budding interior designer, you're in the right place for all things home and design. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, and thanks for joining today as we are talking about styling and accessorizing. It is the last but really important step in the design process, and it's often the part of the design process that my clients look forward to the most because it really completes the space, finishes it, and it makes it come alive so it feels more finished and more personal. And while those little accents and details seem small, they can actually make or break a room design. You can have all the best furniture and rugs, but a poorly styled room makes all that effort you did feel like a waste because your room looks incomplete without them. It's kind of like running a marathon, but stopping a few miles short of the finish line You did all that training and all that work. You put in the miles, but you didn't finish it. Well, we're not going to do that with our own homes. So what design secrets do the pros know so that you can get that fully completed, professionally styled look that you want in your home? How can you style your home so it looks like you hired an interior designer? Well, there are three important design style tips, rules, guidelines, whatever you want to call them, that you really want to know if you want to get a professionally styled home. Before we get into the three styling tips, I do want to remind you that the design process takes a little time, especially styling and accessorizing. When I style my clients' homes, I give myself plenty of room to play and experiment with different combinations. This is especially true when I'm styling larger areas like bookcases or large foyer tables because bookcases and large areas like console tables, they have a lot of accessories on them. So you're really playing with different combinations 
and having fun with it. So do give yourself a little bit of time with that. When I'm actually shopping and gathering accessories to style a home, I buy a lot of pieces. And I mean a lot, way more than I think I'll need. That way I have a lot of items that I can mix and match and play around with to see what works. I'll try a different combination of accessories. And my little tip there is just be sure you leave the price tags on things and keep the receipts so you can return items that you don't end up using. But it's really a fun part of the process, even though it takes time. It's really rewarding when you finish a project and you get the accessories just right. It's really crossing that finish line and it's worth celebrating. So enjoy it and look at it like the final fun part of your project. All right, let's dive into the first of our three styling tips. And that styling tip is called the rule of three. Now, the rule of three suggests that things grouped in threes are more natural, they're more harmonious, and our eyes really like to see things in groups of three. They're very visually appealing. Our brains find it easy to process groups of three since it's not overwhelming for our brains. And designers know this and know that our eyes naturally do want to see things grouped in threes. And it really makes sense when you think about it because we were programmed this from a young age. We were trained on the ABCs, the one, two, threes, the three musketeers, the story of the three little pigs. Groups of three have been a part of our culture our whole lives. Things in groups of three just look really good. And you might be wondering, how do you use the rule of three in your home? Well, first we want to arrange accessories in our homes in groups of three. So if you're thinking about your foyer table or a dining room server or something on your kitchen island, you could have three vases or accessories that are grouped together. You could have three picture frames grouped together. You could put two vases and a decorative box as three items grouped together. Or you could have a vase, a stack of books, and a small sculptural piece as your grouping of three. Now, if you want to get into a little more of an advanced strategy, you could have a cluster of items or a group of items that act as one item in your grouping. So for example, you could have a stack of books with some decorative glass beads or wood beads draped across of it, across it, and that could easily be considered one object in your group of three. Now, if you do a, include a cluster of objects as one piece of your three, just do that once in your vignette. I wouldn't want you to have a cluster and a cluster and a cluster as your three items. That would get a little too complicated. So a great thing that I have in my own foyer, and I will share a photo of it, is I have one tall vase and an, a smaller version of that tall vase is my second item. So one tall vase, one short vase, and then I have a cluster. And my cluster has a couple of books, 
some decorative accent beads, and a small little candle votive. That all acts as one vignette of my group of three. I will have some different photos in the show notes that you can look at for examples because with design, it is so important to see examples. And you can go back to listen, I think it's episode five, and I do a really deep dive into the rule of three. I definitely recommend you listen to that one so you can get some more examples and explanations. And there's also a blog post for accessorizing as well. And a lot of the photos, actually the majority of the photos in my show notes are sized for Pinterest pinning. So you can feel free to pin all of those. Just makes it super easy for you. Okay, let's move on to the next styling tip is to create a visual triangle. When you style and accessorize your home, you want to choose objects that are different heights. This is so important. Now, why? Well, it creates movement and visual interest. It adds dimension. We don't want the look of a bunch of soldiers or bowling pins lined up in a row on our furniture pieces. So when you're styling and creating your groups of three accessories, like we just talked about, you want to pick pieces that are different heights, have a taller item, something that's medium height, and then something that's a shorter object, high, medium, and low. For example, if you're styling an end table in your family room or your living room, your tall item could be your lamp or a tall vase. Now, lamps, on a side note, they can be part of your threes or they can be included separate. So you could have a lamp and then a second object and a third object, Or you could have a lamp and three objects. Play around with that and see what you think looks best. I've actually done it both ways. Now your medium-sized object, if you use a lamp as your first object, your medium item could be a picture frame or a vase. And then your low, shorter accessory, your third item, could be a small decorative object like a plant or a chain link, a sphere, It could be a couple of stacked books with decorative beads on top. You really don't have any rules or restrictions. You can play around with whatever you think is really interesting as you're browsing around. When I shop at design centers or places like HomeGoods, I'm always excited when I see two identical vases that are different heights. I know that means they're not exactly identical if they're two different heights, but you know what I mean. They're a set. One's a little taller than the other. They have the same look or pattern. They're just in two different heights. If when you're browsing and shopping for accessories for your home and you see a set of vases or other accessories that are the same, but there's a larger version and a smaller version, you know, your papa bear, your mama bear, your baby bear, buy them. That's a really great and easy score. It makes decorating and styling so much easier because you already have two or maybe even three of the three objects you need. So if you find a taller and smaller vase that are the same set, all you need to do is find one more item to complete your three items. 
and to complete your triangle that has a taller item, a medium height, and your smaller object. Now we're on our third and last design tip, rule, guideline, whatever you'd like to call it. And that last style tip that does make homes that we see on Netflix and HGTV look so good is that they have followed the 60-30-10 design color rule. When styling your home, it's ideal to have a color palette in your home or your room to give it that soothing, cohesive look. A color palette creates that consistency and flow in your home. It makes your rooms, what I like to say, talk to each other. It makes things look purposeful and curated. And each room can have its own personality, but everything visually flows and connects to the next room. When you're doing your color palette, three colors is ideal. You can sense a trend here with three. And the ratio that you want to use is 60, 30, 10. 60% of the color is your neutral color. That's likely what's on your walls. 30% is your next color, which could be furniture, your woods, your rugs, draperies. And then 10% is your accent color, accessories, throw pillows, and accents. It is important to vary the shades of each color, and that works really well together to create a cohesive look. So if you're going to have a blue, you might have several shades of a darker navy all the way down to lighter shades or sky blues, spa blues, anything that's lighter. It's nice to have that varying shade color. It just kind of adds more layers and depth to your room. And like I just touched on, you want to avoid common accent color mistakes which is using the exact same shade everywhere. If I only used navy, if I'm talking about blues, for example, and the only accents I had throughout the entire room or my home were the exact same shade in navy, it would look so matchy-matchy. It wouldn't have any depth or layering, and it would just feel kind of flat and not curated. So in my home, for example... My color palettes, I have beiges and browns, whites and blues, and they're all in varying shades. It's okay to have several different shades of blue, several different shades of white, several different shades of browns and beiges. It just makes everything flow so smoothly, and this will really give your home that curated, well-styled look that you're looking for. All right, now that we just went over three different style tips, and I'll recap them at the end, a few notes that I want to bring up. Accessorizing and styling your home is a little bit of trial and error, so do give yourself a little bit of time. And don't rush this fun and important last step of the process. When I accessorize my clients' homes or my own or my own home, I set up a few hours plus to play around with things. I always bring and buy way more than I need to mix up different combinations because that really gives you the freedom to mix things up. And one tip that I do a lot is I will actually style something. So say if I'm styling my foyer table, I'll put some accessories out 
and I look at it with my naked eye, but then I actually snap a quick photo on my phone and I look at it on my phone. And it's funny, my clients are always surprised to see me do that. And then when I show them the photo on the phone, they say, oh yeah, oh yeah, that doesn't work. Let's rearrange. And so when you're styling, put your accessories out. There is a no judgment zone here. Try anything. You never know what you're going to like. Snap a quick photo, look at it. If you like it, great. If you don't, rearrange and then snap a new photo to look at it again. Okay, now it's time to recap what we talked about. I love a good summary. So we talked about three styling design tips to help give your home that really beautiful designer look that you see in your favorite Netflix and HGTV shows. So first rule design tip was the rule of three. You want to use that when styling and accessorizing your home because things grouped in threes are visually appealing and they're easy for our brain to process and they just look good. So you might have three different vases, picture frames, stacked books, or small decorative objects. Any combination can work. Our second design tip is to create a visual triangle with accessories in your home. So when you're choosing your three objects, remember from design tip one, the rule of three, make sure the pieces that you pick are different heights. You want a taller item, something that's medium height, and a shorter object. High, medium, low. Papa bear, mama bear, baby bear, whatever works for you. And then the third styling tip is when choosing colors for your room or your home, embrace the 60-30-10 design rule. It looks best when you have three main colors running through your room and home a primary color, a secondary color, and an accent color. And you want varying shades of each of those colors because it works really well together and gives a nice cohesive look. So for example, several shades of white, warm browns, and several soothing blues. And we do want to avoid that accent color mistake of using the exact same shade everywhere when styling. And I do want you to remember that accessorizing takes some trial and error. Give yourself the gift of time. Don't rush this fun and important last step of the process because it gives that final finished look. The payoff is so worth it. And as always, the show notes are where you'll find links to anything mentioned in this episode. It's where I have photos for you to look at. And again, I tend to make all my photos Pinterest-sized so that they're easy for you to pin. All right, what to do next? If you could hit subscribe and leave a review, I'd be so grateful for that. As a new podcast, I'm trying to get in the listening ears of more people to help people just like you design and decorate their homes. And thanks for listening. And keep listening to Home and Nestorations for more design conversations to help you create a home you'll love. Have a great day.